after you get the first deal, get organized. And what I mean by that is pick an advertising venue, whether it's AdWords, whether it's Bandit Signs, whether it's Mail. Pick one and do it every single week. Best ever listeners, I want to mention Lima One Capital, and I found out about them through a guest that I was interviewing on the show, and he mentioned how he was scaling his business. He was actually buying 10 single-family homes within one year, and I asked him, how were you able to buy 10 single-family homes, and how were you financing that? He's like, oh, well, I just use an asset-based lender. I was like, who is that? And he told me it's Lima One Capital. I reached out to them afterwards, got to know them, and they are the sponsor of today's episode because they've got some unique lending programs. Uh, one of them is called Rental 30, where, as I mentioned, they're an asset-based lender. So they're lending based on the property's appraised value, as well as they look at the down payment that you're bringing to the table and the cash reserves. Uh, they'll lend up to 75% loan to value. And this is huge. This is huge because... Typically, as a single-family investor, uh, your lending strength is based on your personal income as well as how many properties you have, how many loans you have out. There's no restrictions on portfolio size with their Rental 30 program. Go to lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. Sign up. Learn more about the program. That's lima one Capital dot com forward slash best ever they also have a program for fix and flippers even if you haven't done a fix and flip they'll still lend to you they've been in the business uh since 2010 so they've been around the block they know their underwriting guidelines they're not loosey-goosey but they do have a very specific uh criteria um that helps beginning fix and flippers get their fix and flip projects done as well as experienced fix and flippers they reward you as an experienced fix and flipper and you actually get a lower interest rate and lower origination fee again go to lima1capital.com forward slash best ever and some legal stuff i have to say it is lima one capital llc and the NMLS ID number is 1324403. And their address is 201 East McBee Avenue, Suite 300, Greenville, South Carolina, 29601. Again, lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. If you're looking for a fix and flip loan or if you're looking for a buy and hold investment property, and you're trying to finance it and you want it to be asset-based, lima1capital.com forward slash best ever. Best ever listeners, hello, hello. Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is a show where we cut out the fluffy stuff and we talk about the real estate advice that moves your business forward. We don't talk about anything else because your time's valuable and so is ours and we want to cut through all the fluff and get to the good stuff. So with us today, we got Jalen White. How you doing, Jalen? What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, doing very well. And this is going to be a fun conversation because here you go, best ever listener. Jalen is 19 years old. He's a wholesaler. He's been doing this for nine months and he has made about $190,000. 
Now we're going to dig into this. He is based in Phoenix, Arizona, and he does deals in Phoenix as well as Memphis. He closed his first deal two days before he graduated high school. He mentioned school in his background. I was like, wait a second, that's not college. That's high school. He's 19. So yes, closed his first deal two days before he graduated high school and made $12,000. Since then, he's closed over, you know, he, he says between 15 and 20 deals and uh, he has profited about 190k, not including some of the the marketing expenses, and we'll get into that. So, with that being said, Jalen, you want to give the best ever listeners a little bit more about your background and what you're focused on right now? Absolutely, absolutely. First of all, thank you so much, Joe, for having me on the show. I love it. I was just finishing up some cold calls, so there's not a time where you don't squeeze in some uh, some grind into your day. But anyways, about me, uh, my parents moved away when I was 17 to Wisconsin from Phoenix. I stayed here with my now fiance, um, with her family. So I had to figure out some sort of way to make money. And I went to a real estate investing seminar, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And I remember just hearing that you can make $3 million on one deal in 60 days, you know, which was obviously a little exaggerated, but, you know. Um, so it drove me wide-eyed, and, uh, and I, I think I was 17 years old at the time. I figured, you know, I'm going to learn about this. And so I was in network marketing. I did okay. I didn't make anything real big happen in network marketing. Didn't make any real money. Started a clothing business. I made a little bit of money, not, nothing crazy. But then I, I walked home with a big book from Rich Dad Poor Dad, and I said, you know what? I think I'm going to give this real estate thing a try. And uh, I read through that. And uh, it got to the point where, you know, from about March to April, I was really trying to learn, and I was, you know, going on MLS appointments, not knowing what a deep discount deal looked like, not knowing proof of funds, not knowing what earnest money meant. I was just going out there and meeting with agents at properties, just crazy. Got to the point where I remember sitting on my bed, and I was like, you know what, is this D a little bit too big for, uh, for a little, you know, 18-year-old at the time like me? I had to bring from within and say, screw it, you know, I'm going to make this happen tenaciously. And so in May, put out some bandit signs, probably with about 20. By the grace of God, I ended up with these um, bandit signs because I was dead broke. In fact, I had like negative 180 bucks in my bank account. And uh, I found a guy, he had a crappy property in Phoenix, you know, actually Avondale, Arizona, literally in, in an armpit neighborhood, terrible neighborhood. And uh, it was a shack, it was a teardown for sure. And I remember... I went through a good 25 days of just of, of utter disbelief in the deal falling through. Had a guy tie it up who was a wholesaler. I had buyers tell me it's a knockdown. It's not worth nearly what you're trying to sell it for. So I got it for 25 originally. Was trying to sell it for 30. I got a reduction down to 15, and I was still trying to sell it for 30 and not come down. We ended up closing the last day of my contract, and I got my first deal. And soon after that, I got my second deal. I closed like two in that first month. I made eight grand on that and twelve grand on the other. So from there, I wanted to scale, and I went through a lot of growing pains. And it, it, you, it's easy to do your first deal, but it's a whole nother ball game to continue in business and actually have consistent, you know, lead flow and deal flow coming through. So right now, in my business, last month we actually did about fifty-five thousand dollars in revenue. We have a couple of whales this month in February in Memphis. I can't wait for you know to close. In fact, one of them is like a hundred thousand dollar deal, which is just mind boggling. So, and then I'll be going to a uh, a mastermind this weekend over in D.C. with Rafael Vargas, and that's basically going to be how to hire. You know, I, in fact, I'm bringing on my first acquisitions guy, and how to take it to the next level. So, I don't want to do 
twenty, thirty thousand dollars a month anymore. I want to do three hundred thousand, and that's what my goal is now. You got your first deal. I want to go back to the first deal, the one that it was a teardown. You negotiated it from twenty five k to fifteen k. You you still sold it for thirty k. Where did the buyer come from? Literally, it, it, and the law of attraction came full force in this because I just kept visualizing this deal close. Um, and lo and behold, like four days before I was set to close, I get a call from my Craigslist dad. And this was after I had tons of buyers look over. In fact, people of the investors of Phoenix probably hated me at that point because I was throwing crappy deals at them left and right, which was just this one deal that I had. Um, and, th- and so this guy calls. He's from Mexico. He lived in Mexico, but his family's in, in Avondale. And uh, I don't know what he did there. I don't know if maybe he was uh, he was trying to run it. He's running a business in Mexico, um, but he wanted to buy the house. He called me and said, is it available? I said, trying to act cool. Like, yeah, we got plenty of interest on it, but uh, I think it's, it's still available for you. So the next day, his family went and uh, took a look at it, and it just so happened that they had a, a flip closing in that, you know, that week. So literally the day after he got paid $100,000 from that flip, he closed on this, and they were going to buy it for, I think, 32000 but I gave them a little discount because they were awesome. So, and I wanted my first deal to just close. So hmm. buyer came from Craigslist out of, out of nowhere, and it goes back to the lesson no deal left unturned. Don't give up on any deal. If you think it's a deal, I mean, obviously, with reason, you know, being reasonable, but uh, it's pretty cool. So you went from that one, then you did another one that where you made 8K, then you said you wanted to scale your business. What did you do to scale your business? Okay, so the first step was something that was kind of crazy. Um, because, and I'm sure a lot of investors have gone through this before is that I made 20 grand and then I went, I had a family trip to Europe planned from whether I was going to make the money or not. Um, and so I go to Europe and I spend probably about 10 grand. Um, and I come back and I have to buy a car because I didn't even have a car when they got, when they got those first two deals. So I came back and I bought a car and, uh, so I had like eight grand in my bank account. I thought, what the heck, <laughs> You know, so I got to figure out how to keep doing deals consistently. So I had a credit card for $15,000 limit. I don't know how I got it, but I did apply and they approved me with Capital One. So I, what I did was I figured, you know, everyone's mailing. I want to be this, this mailer. I heard Sean Terry sending 100,000 postcards a month, 4,000 letters at the time sounded like a lot. So I figured, you know, I'm going to charge my credit card $4,000. And at the time, I thought a, a dollar uh, letter was the best price you could get. So I sent to tax default Rebo Gateway, excuse me, I sent 4,700 letters, I think it was, and I told, I racked my credit card up $5,000 with uh, Go Big Printing. Two weeks later, I, I was going on appointments, taking my own calls, and you know, lo and behold, I get a call from this girl, and I go to her place, we got an appointment, I bring low comps, and I lock it up for 75 And then a couple days later, I sold it for 88 and I figured, you know, this mail thing is kind of cool. <laughs> And from there, I did maybe one or two mailings, you know, and I don't want to rush into too much, but that's kind of how I didn't do another mailing in August. Like the 4,000 letters scared me. It was crazy to me, but I did make my money back and I profited quite a bit. So, so you, you, did you get any other leads from those 4,000 besides the one that you made 12, 13,000 on? It goes back to this too, is if you're going to send that much letters, I would suggest using something like Pat Live because... I was literally, I'd be in the shower and I'd hear the phone ring and I'd run to get it because I hear you don't send it to voicemail, you know, 
you're losing money. So I'd answer everything, and I know, I know a few deals fell through the cracks because I went on probably two or three appointments off of 45 leads. I think I got a little over a 1% response rate, which now in Phoenix is crazy. You don't get that as much. But I got about a 1%, a little bit more than that. I should have been on about 10 appointments, 5, 10 appointments from that lead flow just to go on every single appointment, get myself going. But I went on two or three, and I know for sure you felt the crack. But you know what? <laughs> I got the deal, and it, it kept me alive for the moment, and it was just on to the next mailing. The 190000 in nine months, how much of that have you paid towards expenses, and how much is actually money in Jalen's bank account as a result of the, the, the work that you've been doing? I would say I've probably spent about $40,000 in marketing. Maybe, you know, a little bit more, but nothing, not, you know, nothing too crazy. So I spent about 40000 And uh, I just want to share one thing real quick, which is a very important learning experience for me, which is that I heard that you needed to send big volume. So in September, actually, I made like $32,000 in September. So it seemed like a big month for me. Um, it was the biggest month so far. But I had sent 14,000 postcards, and I got about 26 calls, which... Do the math, that's like 0.01% or something crazy, something super low. I got 26 calls, and I was utterly devastated. It was at that time that I tried to get a job with Sean Terry because I figured, you know, I put myself $9,000 in debt this time. And, uh, you know, yeah, I had a little bit of money in the bank. You know, I had probably about $15,000 in the bank. But I had $9,000 in debt that I could pay off. But it scared me. You know, I spent $9,000 in marketing and I didn't think I was going to get any deals. And that's going to happen in this business, you know. So it's, it, it can be risky with mail sometimes where you might not get a deal. But you know what, I, I, I realized I shook myself out of it. I started following back up with the leads and I found one guy in Phoenix and he had a junker. I met with him and I got it, you know, and I made it $19,000 on that deal. So I turned something that felt like I was going out of business to I got a deal. So, you know, and that will happen in business, especially in wholesaling sometimes, and you just got to, you know, weather the storm. Jalen, what's your best real estate investing advice ever? Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the best advice I would have for anybody in this business is after you get the first deal, get organized. And what I mean by that is send mail. Pick pick a, pick a advertising venue, whether it's AdWords, whether it's Bandit Signs, whether it's mail. Pick one and do it every single week because I've learned that the biggest reason to fail in this business is because you're not consistently marketing. So January, I had a good month. February is probably going to be even even better. You know, it hasn't been better yet, but we got a couple whales in the pipeline. Well, they'll probably end up closing in March. But my single best advice is to choose to send mail every single week. In January, I decided I'm going to send four to 5,000 letters a week. And I did it for three weeks straight. I didn't do it the fourth week. I got a little lazy, and lo and behold, I didn't do as much revenue as I had wanted in February. So if you do marketing consistently every single week, you track your numbers, you've got a scorecard, you know you know how many appointments you want, you know how many offers you made, you know how many people you talk to, you know your response rate from your campaigns, you know what lists work best, and you know your KPIs, for example, cost per lead, lead um, leads that it takes to get a contract, and average profit per deal, you will know exactly how many letters to send to hit your your uh, goal. And all you have to do is follow through and send that marketing. So go out and get a deal of bandit signs or letters like I did, make twenty grand, 
allocate $5,000 to that and send 2,500 letters a week because you can get letters for about 55 cents per letter at Yellow Letter HQ. So that's my single best advice, and that is the best advice I've ever gotten, and I didn't take it to the next level. So I learned you've got to start marketing every single week. Otherwise, you're going to be maybe making some money, but you'll never hit the next level. How are you determining right now that direct mail is your best marketing tactic compared to the bandit sign, which you ended up you know, getting your first deal through? For me, uh, bandit signs were not replaced. They were just, bandit signs are not as predictable. So you don't know how many calls you're going to get for amount of bandit signs. Sometimes I put 200 up and I get no calls. Sometimes I put 50 up and I get a deal. It's really luck of the draw. So bandit signs are great when you're starting out. If you put out 100 a week, a weekend, you know, I figure you might get one to two deals that month, maybe more. Who knows? Maybe none. I mean, you don't know. That's why you have to keep consistently doing it. And they, they haven't been replaced. But the thing I like about direct mail is I can accurately predict, pretty accurately predict what my response rate is going to look like. And then from there, look at how many leads I might get. And from there, I know how many leads it takes to get one contract. So Let's say I send 5,000 letters, and I know I get about a 2% response rate. So I'm going to get about 100 calls, and maybe maybe only 75 of those are real leads because, you know, you get the people calling saying, take me off your freaking list. Let's say I get 75 leads, and let's say, for example, in Memphis, that'd, that'd be 2 to 3% response rate, and I get about $8,000 profit per deal, six to $8,000. And out of those 75 leads, it takes me 1 in 25 leads to get a contract. So out of those 75, I might come away with three contracts. Those three contracts, if you look at my average profit per deal, might be worth twenty dollars to $24,000. So that's kind of how I, if I need to make $100,000 in a month, I'd want to send at least 5,000 letters per week. And now obviously you wouldn't want to just send mail and have that be the only thing. Maybe you do. I mean, I don't know. It depends on your goal. But uh, I like that I can look at those numbers and I can know how much revenue I'm going to generate per week when I'm sending that amount of letters. And I like that. So bandit signs obviously are great, but I like a predictable form of business. You ready for the best ever lightning round? Yeah, absolutely. All right. First, a quick word from our best ever partners. Do you need more leads for your real estate business? And do you need a platform to help you get those leads? Well, Danny Johnson, previous best ever guest, episode 294, has exactly the solution for you, best ever listeners. Go to leadpropeller.com, and that's going to help you, well, get more leads. He's got a website service that you can sign up for. It's a money-back guarantee for the first 30 days, so no risk involved. Leadpropeller.com. You can also click the link in the show notes page, and that will take you right there. Jalen, what's the best ever book you've read? It's tied between two. Number one, of course, is the classic Think and Grow Rich. I read that like once every month or two. You know, it's just amazing. But the book that really changed my business is called Traction. And it's basically about having weekly meetings with your business, you know, with your employees, generating core values for your company. What do we stand for? What's our niche? What's our marketing plan? And then also it teaches you for every week to have different numbers like I talked about. So some people are probably like, what the heck? Is the KPI, what the heck, are, you know, why do you track everything every week? Traction by Gina Winkman is the book to read. And I, I don't know if you read that yet, Joe, but it's absolutely amazing. 
I haven't, but I will be. And best ever listeners, there's a link to it in the show notes page. You can go just click that link and check it out. Best ever deal you've done. Best ever deal I've done. Well, it hasn't quite closed yet, but we got 22 duplexes in Memphis for $275,000. And uh, hopefully by the time this podcast is released, we've had it closed. And we have right now, you know, my buddy Brian Harris, he does a ton of deals in Memphis, at least 100K a month. He's marketing it. We're partnered on it 50-50 for 675, so we might make 200K a piece. I'm okay with 100K a piece. That's the best deal I've ever done. Best ever personal growth experience, and what did you learn from it? Best ever personal growth is definitely what I talked about in that I had a failed campaign. That challenged everything I do, and you hear a lot about don't give up when the, the, when the storm is hitting you, and that was when I learned that I need to hit the freaking wall Burst through all obstacles and make it happen no matter matter what. When I was $9,000 in debt, I didn't think I was going to get a deal from it. Best ever way you like to give back? But I tithe to my church and I love to provide to my family. So when, when my mom asked me for $500 to take my dad on a date to Chicago, they're up in Wisconsin, I like that I can say, okay, sure, sounds good. Have fun, mom. I love you. So parents and church. What's the biggest mistake you've made so far in over the last, what, nine months that you've been doing real estate? Biggest mistake was not staying consistent. So like I said, I wouldn't mail every week. I do one or two mailings a month. I wouldn't put bandit signs out every week. I do it once a month or you know, once every two months. And I could have made a lot more money had I stayed consistent with it. What aren't you good at? I am not good at all at staying organized. Um, I'm a driver. I like to get out push, go meet people, negotiate, lock up contracts, and uh, I'm not very good at tracking the numbers, KPIs, doing weekly meetings with myself, you know, that's what I'm not good at, so I've had to really pick up that skill through books like Traction and through learning from other people. And what's the best place the best ever listeners can reach you? Okay, hit me up on Facebook at Jalen White, J-A-E-L-I-N-W-H-I-T-E. Instagram, Jalen White, J-A-E-L-I-N-W-H-I-T-E. And Facebook and Instagram are probably the best ways to reach me. Well, Jalen, this has been an eye-opening conversation. I know for myself and I'm confident for a lot of the best ever listeners, especially those who are in the wholesaling business, to see your meteoric rise to uh, you know where you're at now from where you were nine months ago. And I, I didn't focus as much on that because I think that's kind of the obvious thing to focus on. I really wanted to hone in on how you've gotten there. So less kind of pom-poms, rah-rah, more. I wanted to get into some of the specifics. And I'm really glad that you did get into the specifics of key performance indicators, the KPIs that you referenced, the, uh, after your, your advice on after your first deal, get organized and pick the number one marketing tactic and do it every week. So be consistent. And in, in your case, the direct mail. I find it interesting. Although you said you did okay in network marketing, I find that interesting because I've interviewed enough people. I've interviewed over 500 guests on this show. And there is a consistent theme with network marketing and the people who were in it being incredibly effective at communicating and being successful in real estate. I, th- I think there's there's definitely a correlation there. So really appreciate you uh, sharing your advice and uh, congrats on the success so far. You've got a lot of big things ahead of you. Looking forward to following along and hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much, Joe. I appreciate you having me on. Also, 
Um, let them know they can follow me on Periscope at Jalen White as well. Uh, I like to give tips on there. All right, sounds good. Joe, thank you so much, man. Do you need more leads for your real estate business, and do you need a platform to help you get those leads? Well, Danny Johnson, previous Best Ever Guest, episode 294, has exactly the solution for you, Best Ever listeners. Go to leadpropeller.com, and that's going to help you, well, get more leads. He's got a website service that you can sign up for. It's a money-back guarantee for the first 30 days, so no risk involved. Leadpropeller.com. You can also click the link in the show notes page, and that will take you right there.